0: Welcome to Let's Talk, Ed. And we have been talking about STEM and the humanities. And Kirby, in our last episode, we, toward the end of the last episode, we started to get into a little bit of a conversation about what is the purpose of college education? And over the years, that seems to have meant a lot of different
1: things to a lot of different people. Right. So, if if you were asking me, uh, a person who's been in the humanities for, for years, we would probably say that the purpose of a college education is, is like I said in our last segment, to be a, a good citizen of the world. We don't necessarily want to pigeonhole students into saying... Okay, well my major is math, so the only classes that I'm going to take are math courses because math is the only thing that I need to learn. Okay, math should be a focus for you. And yet are are you doing other things throughout your day-to-day life that don't involve math? When you go to the grocery store, yes, you can calculate all of your grocery bill, but you also have to talk to people. You also have to talk to the cashier. You, you have to be able to understand different viewpoints. If you run into somebody in the grocery store and strike up a conversation, you should be an informed citizen of the world who can have some kind of a healthy debate or even just a, a nice conversation with someone. And the arts and humanities are just as important as your math classes at that point.
2: Oh, There's right. no doubt about that. It makes a lot of sense. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, the, some of the most uh, basic science advocates, the way they get the, their message across is in books that are written for the common person and podcasts and movies and what have you. So if to communicate is not just about formulas and and equations it's about how to transmit the message otherwise it is lost i i agree with your statement and sorry chris i i jumped in while you were starting to say something
0: yeah well and i think you know taking all of that to to another step too is all right you get on the job and you know let's say you've started to advance up in the ranks a little bit That communication part becomes more and more important because, you know, you may now be less about being that boots on the ground person that's doing all the hard work to now you're starting to plan these things and you're talking about how do we allocate the budget? How do we allocate the people? How do we find the right people for this? How do we communicate with our other departments to make sure everybody is on on the same page, so I, I think all of that is is very important to understand. And you know, at the same time, on on the other side of this too, um, you know, I, I don't think that you can have somebody that is just going to take nothing but psychology classes. And you know, now they get out there, and it's it's time to figure out a mortgage or a a household budget or or whatever. And like, suddenly I don't math and that's hard. And like, that doesn't work either. Um, But again, does your engineer need to be taking a, a deep dive into the annals of Shakespeare? And does your your psychology person need to be taking a deep dive into you know quantum physics or something like that. Uh, you know and, and those are sort of the ever ever profound questions that we have. Now, Zahi, one of the things that that I want to talk to you about is, of course, one of the the promises that all colleges make is, you know it's sort of that that promise that everyone makes, when you come to our college and you get a degree, you are going to be more successful in your career. So how does that fit into this discussion?
2: Well, it, it fits greatly because if we think about education, uh, it's it's a preparation for life, and it is life, as John Dewey said, but it's also career preparation. And and I spoke about Dewey. Dewey specifically talks about occupation, and he says that you learn by doing. He talks about it as an apprenticeship. So if we're going to do higher ed with, without giving the individual the opportunity of growing into a career, into an occupation, into a path. I think we're doing it this favor, favor, not just to them, but to the society as a whole and to the taxpayer, because don't forget the largest single payer of higher education, not just in terms of research grants, not just in terms of support to uh, our, uh, is the federal and state governments.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we were looking over uh, a piece from the Heckinger report before this. And uh, in, in that they talked about some Ivy League colleges, as a matter of fact, really expanding their career services departments and uh, increasing the number of advisors and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, part of it there, too, I think, speaks to the importance of of helping students understand what's out there. Because uh, gone are the days that a bachelor's degree guarantees you a job anywhere you go put in your application. That that maybe was true many, many years ago, but it, it's not the case now. And to some extent, if you are, I don't care what major you are, you know, how do you you marry what you've
1: learned into a fulfilling career and chris how do you do it mr shakespeare (laughs) well chris i i want to talk about your we're talking about the the purpose of of college to be job placement and success after graduation now that's one end of the spectrum the other end of the spectrum that you mentioned earlier was the the point of an education is is intellectual curiosity and that's kind of where you started to mention that ivory tower concept of well we should be we should be studying the humanities we should be studying stem Just for the sake of human knowledge, not necessarily for job placement afterwards, but because it is it is enriching to to the soul. And I think universities get kind of a bad rap for that ivory tower mentality. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I I think, you know, they're definitely, you know, stereotypes often exist for a reason. And uh, going through college, we probably. All had at least one of those professors that had never left the confines of higher ed. Uh, from the time they turned eighteen, they have never left. They've never had any other job outside of education. And uh, you know, I can remember some that that almost resented the idea that that people were going to be seeking jobs after this and just weren't learning for the security and safety of learning and uh, that doesn't pay the bills either I think it's all important uh, you know yes I I want people to be well-rounded and you know have that good worldview and understanding of, of what's going on around them but at the same time uh, you know we all have to realize things are happening outside of the gates of our colleges and we need to fairly prepare our students
2: for all of that how, how do you view it Kirby now that Chris gave us his uh, slant on it
1: honestly I I want to play the cop-out answer and say go right down the middle of the road on the one hand, Yes, we want people to, to leave humanities and, and STEM fields with the knowledge that they need to be successful in the world of 2023. We should have informed citizens who can parse out information, who can find information, who can stop the spread of misinformation, all while placing those people in careers. So yes, to a certain extent, college is about advanced job training, but at the same time with that advanced job training, they need to have something a little bit more. They need to have a deeper foundational knowledge
2: absolutely and and i think uh, higher education is more of an incubator for our society for our future for our next phase uh, folks we've been talking in uh, th- we're talking this week about uh, the importance of stem education as well as the quintessential importance of the liberal arts and humanities. Uh, this is our uh, second uh, segment that we're uh, finishing here with uh, Kirby Lund and uh, Mr. Representative of the PA, uh, Chris uh, Ford. Ford with an E. If you're wondering, he's not a car. He's a Norwegian. Uh, With that said, uh, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, We look forward to seeing you again. Like and subscribe to our channel. And we'd like to hear your opinion. And you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts.